It's another lonely evening In another lonely town All right, welcome to the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell Dowden, your publisher for the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. We are hosting our 19th podcast here on the 10th of March. So very excited. Our our new issue, the March issue of the Texas Hemp Reporter is out, available in all HEBs and uh, Whole Foods throughout the Austin area, as well as all smoke shops and uh, CBD uh, retailers here in Central Texas. But joining me this week on the program, as always, is uh, Jesse Williams of the Texas Cannabis Collective. Uh, let's say hi to our guys. How are you? Hey, I haven't been canceled yet. Yes. No, we haven't canceled you just yet. And and joining us with last week's show, we were keen to keep him for a little while. Coleman Hemphill from the Texas Hemp Industries Association joining us back here on the Texas Hemp Show. Welcome, Coleman. Well, Russell, you're just far too kind, and I'm glad to be back. Well, I haven't fired Jess yet, so Jesse, so we're gonna we're gonna keep you both for right now. And the public hasn't canceled me. <laughs> No, uh, good stuff. Um, everybody get their hands on a Texas Hemp Reporter. Absolutely. Finally, you did yep. today, I yep. guess. Yep. Right? Got mine in front of me right now. Um, love that you went back with the, the glossy pages. Definitely. Well, it's, that definitely looks better, doesn't it? Yeah, no, this is a great, great magazine. Uh, definitely highlights all of the, the different advertisers in a great way. And... and how big is the distribution now? So this is the first one in, in HEB and Whole Foods. Yeah, this was really – well, my sports magazine and, and, you know, folks that know me know I've done, you know, Rockstar Magazine and I also publish the Texas uh, Sports Monthly Magazine. I use HEBs and Randalls and 7-Elevens as a distrib- po- distribution point, occasionally even the Whole Foods. Well, we got the okay finally to get the Texas Hemp Reporter into those HEBs and, and Whole Foods. And so – that's new. That's a new thing. So we're in all Texas, Central Texas HEBs now with the Texas Hemp Reporter. You can find them all over from Dripping Springs, San Marcos, clear up to Georgetown. Every one of these HEBs has them. We added 97 new CBD retailers that were not previously getting the, the magazine. Coleman, when we started, you know, you and I, I joined the Hemp Industry Association last year. And a lot of those retailers that I had looked up originally last year are not there anymore. A lot of those, you know, COVID was real, really put a dent in the retail market, you know, for a lot of retailers. And so we addressed that and kind of went back in here in, in February and there was more CBD stores opened up. We, we added 97 new CBD retailers that were not on our list previously. So that was huge. We added the state of Louisiana as our as our growers. The agriculture department's website, and this is something I want to ask you about too on the growers side. But the the growers I understand has gotten bigger than the, what I currently. My list is about eight nine hundred, and I think it's up to twelve hundred with that. And I, I need to update, find that updated uh, update. But I did go to Texas Agriculture's website, and the processors lists was like 50 60 more guys on there so i added all of them in to receive the magazine so there's a, a big boost uh, on circulation this month which was huge and um you so, get a magazine and you get a magazine and you get a magazine louisiana's <laughs> getting them and i understand there's there's some stuff coming together with our partners over there at sweet cincy they're introducing me to some guys over at um in mississippi they're coming on board mississippi's bringing in a big uh I believe marijuana and CV hemp uh, as well. So I'm, 
excited maybe we'll get out that way but uh, just just really uh, uh, some exciting things with our distribution and circulation with the Texas Hemp Reporter and and uh, we're very excited to be in, in in all those HEBs and and Whole Foods and uh, and just uh, you know plugging along man this is our fifth issue we've been doing, doing this for almost nine months now so it's taking a life of its own and we're all very excited to be part of part of the growing Texas hemp industry. Yeah, it's always always good to be part of something that's kind of a rallying point for all the people in the industry and the fact that this is going to all the different licensees, it, it really is a great way to to advertise with different folks. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I know of, of different de- demographics out there, folks that that still definitely read magazines and and subscribe to a lot of magazines as law farmers. Um, you know, it's definitely a, a good opportunity to to reach really all levels of the hemp industry so it's it's been a fun thing to be a part of for sure yeah it really has and and just the synergy you know the space is smaller than people think we're the big we're a big big state coleman but you know everybody kind of co-mingles with everybody it seems like everybody you know knows of or we're all familiar with this group or that group and it's been interesting a ride for me as a publisher getting into this space and uh, just kind of seeing, you know, the players on the on the chessboard, if you will, in, in the in, uh, in the industry here. And so, just just exciting. Uh, we've got some great story. Our cover story of the Texas Hemp Reporter this month was our uh, our interview with Greg Autry, the Greg Autry method. Greg, of course, over there with Sweet Sensi and their full spectrum CD products. Uh, they, are, of course, offer an end to end manufacturing services. And a great interview with them. We did an interview this month with A and M researcher Professor Cal. Calvin Trossel, you, you're probably familiar with Calvin. Also, Jess did a great story covering the Texas Hemp Awards, and I may have him talk about that a little, little bit later. But from finance, uh, financial information with the CPA firm there at uh, CRI to a great interview with Heather Fazio this month in the magazine. She's already been on the podcast. Lisa did a great story on the FDA regulations and, and the lawsuits against the CBD companies. Um, just a good plethora of information throughout the publication and really proud of this one. Yeah, you know, and this is certainly a busy month politically. I, I look forward to the, the next the next publication we put out will have quite a bit more content will be at a different point in the session um, a lot of new bills have been introduced over the last couple weeks um, we are still awaiting the introduction of the, the hemp cleanup bill and this session as opposed to past sessions i would say the the committee scheduling process is behind a week to two weeks from normal um, a lot of bills have just started getting referred to different committees but as listeners of this show and, and people that are subscribing to the magazine, uh, there will be quite a few more updates, and, and we should have some more information yeah, for people is, in the next couple weeks. This is definitely – usually about the time last session we would have been going to committee hearings and been testifying on bills, and we haven't even seen many bills get referred to a committee yet. So, Well, I wonder if COVID – Definitely uh, behind. COVID and COVID protocol may have – you know, part of the, the the reason we're seeing a little bit of things moving a little slow in legislature right now. For sure, for sure. I think you know, COVID has definitely made an impact on the session right now, and and all of the screening that you have to have before coming into the building, different testimony that they're taking from people outside the building. It's it's different than what we've seen in the past. Um, that being said, you know, I think this is a year where it's really important that people are paying attention. Uh, there's some great resources through LegisScan to, to follow the bill tracking. Uh, you can type in different keywords to different bills, see the, the different chart, and, and see what bills have been referred. I know um, 
with the Texas Hemp Industries Association, we do stay really, really focused on hemp and, and kind of the, the current law that's in place with HB 1325, how that applies to grain, fiber, CBD products. And so we're still waiting to see some of that. We are optimistic that we're going to see a lot of cleanup parallel a lot of the changes that the USDA made in their final rule. The USDA, I believe this week or last week, announced that that final rule will be going into place March 22nd mm-hmm. of this year. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, right now, people need to uh, be familiar with those with those rules. They have suggested, um, you know, one a, a big thing for the farmers is a 30-day pre-harvest window versus the 15 days mm-hmm. that they've originally looked at and then they have changed the the level of negligence from 0.5 percent total thc to one percent and that was probably the biggest step in, in moving that those goalposts forward for the the hemp industry will open up a lot of opportunities for different genetics and reduce a lot of the liability for farmers that are, are looking to grow hemp so any way that we can, can parallel that at the state level is a, is a good thing for our Texas farmers. Yeah, it most definitely is. I know there's a number of bills that we'll talk about later in the program, I think, that we'll, we'll address. And there's some events that we're going to cover. Uh, we'll talk about our road trip um, later in the show. Um, and then I want to add, we'll go over some of those award winners from the Texas Hemp Awards that Jesse had written about. Um, and she got her magazines, uh, she called the other day and, and, and asked uh, about where to find those. Um, let's jump to our, our guest, though. Our guest has called in. Uh, that's Caitlin Hendricks over there at Herbal Root Collective. And their website is herbalrootcollective.com. And joining us here on the Texas Hemp Show, welcome, Caitlin. How are you? y'all how are you doing <laughs> all right welcome to the texas hemp show thanks for for coming by the office earlier today picking up some of your magazines and we saw that you had in your ad here on page 35 in the texas hemp reporter looks like you've got a a promo code for 25 percent off when you use the code tx hemp 25 on uh, herbal root collective there on your ad on page 35 so a uh, very cool uh, get, say, take advantage of that for the listeners if you want to try some of her handmade organic vegan uh, or hip derived cbd products you're locally made i understand caitlin right here in austin texas and i guess yeah. tell, tell us a little bit about herbal root collective you're you're bouncing around on, on some of the markets and getting ready to open a retail store as well, I hear. Yes, yes, that is that is underway. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed, right off of 183, but that is tentative. Um, otherwise, all of the local farmer's markets we are at, um, I don't know, I guess this started off as basically just wanting to help people. I come from the medical field. Mm-hmm. So we are, we are wanting to help. We are wanting to provide. We people want a different um, resource other than pharmaceuticals. So that's kind of where that's kind of where it started. I I wanted to bring the people. Um, what kind of? Uh, what were you involved in the medical field? I was a physical therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of started as my patients needed a little extra boost, um, and I brought in some topicals 
those that were willing to take it, they just progressed at a much faster rate than those that didn't. And at the time, I didn't really know much about it. So I, it was, it was just, it, it, it was crazy. It, it opened up my eyes so much. Um, looked a lot more into it. I now have a farm up in Wisconsin where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lab down in South Austin. Um, working on the storefront and I have a small team that helps me to keep this thing going but all of our formulas are very specific into what needs there are. Yeah, Caitlin, could you talk a little bit about the different considerations that that you go through in in sourcing different materials? There's a, a ton of different CBD products that are out there. Some are CBD in a bottle, just CBD and MCT oil. Some come with other complementary ingredients. Could you kind of talk about the importance of formulation and, and really knowing where your products come from um, as, it, as it relates to the effectiveness of those products and, and what you've seen from, from your customer base? Well, geez, my, my topicals, my, my two most popular topicals are uh, my little roll-on because I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I will. These um, statements have not I, been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration to treat or cure any disease. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I mix it with DMSO. It really just takes it above and beyond. It it takes the CBD, pushes it through the hypodermis through all those tissues to heal the area instead of just masking it. Most topicals, they just hit that superficial layer, never really doing anything for I've, you, right? I've heard of DMSO. It is used typically yeah. to apply ointments to like horses, which are difficult to give shots yeah. to. Mm-hmm. This was actually something mm-hmm. that was created as a boot sealant, and they figured out how well it works because the people who are putting it on their boots were able to taste the boot taste, their <laughs> socks in their mouth. It moves, yes. it moves chemicals transdermally so quick that you can taste it when you apply exactly. it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I, that that dimethyl sulfuric oxide. I, I, my background. Oh, pr- you're the chemist. Prior to prior, you've been to hanging him. around Cree Crawford, haven't yeah, you? <laughs> you know, for for a little bit. But no, it's it's actually DMSO is found very in large amounts in our atmosphere. You know, it's like ozone and other gases in the atmosphere. It helps us to 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 absorb. You know, you're you're hitting exactly on it, and and I do appreciate that that you are looking at other complementary ingredients and into the delivery of those different products. Um, exactly. You have to be so careful, though. So if anyone is going to try this, I mean. Be careful with what you are putting it in with. Be careful what how how you are um, applying it. I mean, we have ours in a roll-on for that simple fact. I mean, uh, if, if you were to have anything, I mean, anything on, on your hands, chemical-wise, if you were a hairstylist working with bleach, if you were a mechanic, um and you put that stuff on your hands and then rub it in. I mean, that's all going into your system. So that is why ours is in a roll-on. We specifically say wait a little bit before massaging the rest of it in, just because whatever is on your hands is going to absorb right in along with it. Um, 
but at the same time, it has been our number one seller because it actually works. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Our guest is Caitlin Hendricks of uh, Herbal Root Collective. Her website is herbalrootcollective.com. Right now she's got a 25% discount code, uh, TXHemp25, when you log in over there at uh, Herbal Root Collective. It's the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell. We'll be right back on the other side again with our guest, Caitlin and uh and our friends here coleman and jesse we'll be right back it's the texas hemp show Folks, you know, I've gone through a lot of pains over the last 20 years, my knees, my shoulder, and, of course, that back of mine. Now, I've tried everything, massages, acupuncture, cryotherapy, and finally I found something that really works for me. GreenMountainFlower.com, that's the cure. I've been looking all over the place for something that's going to help me feel good, help me sleep good. Green Mountain Flower has the most powerful CBD oil available, and it's unique, and it really works for me and tons of other people. Now, you'll see all kinds of CBD oils in shops all around the place, you know, the convenience stores and gas stations and places like that, but none like Green Mountain Flower. And Green Mountain Flower has the most nodule CBD oil retailers right here in Austin, Texas. It's natural, 100% absorption. It's water-based. And it absorbs into the body easier. It's unique and 100% organic formula. And it really has worked. Give a call today to 512-645-0510. Talk to Gene or Elsie and ask about the great products that they have. You'll find them on Facebook and online at GreenMountainFlower.com. CRI is a top 25 nationally ranked CPA firm with offices across the Southeast and with clients across the globe. Over the last few years, our firm has developed a niche in the agriculture and cannabis industry. We understand the unique challenges growers and processors face every day, including addressing challenges resulting from the USDA and DEA final interim rules, banking and insurance concerns for cannabis businesses, unique farming challenges associated with hemp and high THC cannabis, and GMP clean room management and general management for business in the rapidly changing cannabis market. Our seasoned team of professionals can help you meet these challenges with sound business, tax, financial, accounting, and technology advice. Visit CRICPA.com to find out more or schedule your free introductory consultation. That's CRICPA.com. Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. Hey guys, it's Russell with the Texas Hemp Reporter. Want to remind you to check out the website, the Texas Hemp Ranch. My friends at the Texas Hemp Ranch are currently leasing over 50 acres of land to grow your hemp operation for the next spring grow here in Texas. So get ready for that 2021 grow season and visit thetexashempranch.com or give us a call at 512-387-3377. Or you can email txhempranch at gmail.com for more information. So the Texas Hemp Ranch is located there at 
969 off of 130 Toll Road in east of Austin. They provide the land. You grow your own hemp, leasing 50 acres. And we just uh, leased a, a, some five-acre slot the other day. You can lease a, a five-acre spot or 10 acres. It's up to you. If you want to do 20 acres, just let us know. We've got about 50 acres, 45 approximately left to lease between now and late February. So just reach it out through the podcast here. I want to get a note out to our listeners that you can lease some land and grow your hemp this spring at the Texas Hemp Ranch, my friends out there. Uh, go check those guys out online, the Texas Hemp Ranch, or give them a call at 512-387-3377. Thanks, and back to the show. You're listening to The Texas Hemp Show, produced by your friends at The Texas Hemp Reporter. 60,000 copies published free every year. The Texas Hemp Reporter is mailed to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Oklahoma, New Mexico, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. The Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. All right, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell our guest today is Caitlin Hendricks of the Herbal Root Collective, and their website is herbalrootcollective.com. And check those guys out. Caitlin's offering a promo code TXHEMP25. You can save 25% off on some of the products over there. Real quick, before we get back to Caitlin, I just wanted to plug my friends over there at the Texas hemp ranch the texas hemp ranch.com we are leasing some land out there if you want to grow some hemp and you don't have the land my buddies out there are leasing land and we just leased 10 acres recently the the friends that did the 10 acres they are got they were one of the grant monies that was from the texas it's like a texas backed grant program are you familiar with that at all coleman they have about there is a program you can get a loan that is backed by the state, I believe an agricultural loan. And this is something that uh, this group, uh, uh, one of the groups that leased some land from the Texas Hemp Ranch is, is one of these uh, agriculturally backed uh, loans. So interesting. Yeah, 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 no, I'll definitely have to, to investigate that more, but it's super encouraging to see yeah. more avenues open up in finance, more stuff opening up in, in insurance, and then different grant funding um, from the USDA, other federal groups there is more support coming to the hemp industry and yeah from what i understand this 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 particular client was getting a a texas-based ag loan and then for a certain amount and then they were getting a federal one from usda for a smaller amount but uh that's all going getting put together and they're leasing their land for their first uh hemp grow operation uh, 10 acres they were leasing out at the texas hemp ranch.com so i just wanted to uh, plug that because my my buddy over there gino is leasing that land and uh, i hadn't talked about that on the show yet so i just thought i would plug them real quick but thank you caitlin for your patience tell us a little bit about transparency wins and and why we believe in quality and feel good uh, without that high and why is that important for your products Well, that's exactly what we are. I mean, if you have a question about where we come from, what we do, I mean, we will tell it so you point straight blank. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's kind of our our motto. Everyone wants to know where it comes from, um, what exactly is in it. There seems to be a little, um, oh, what's it called? A, a, a little a little break in 
where, how everything is made. Um, lab reports aren't accurate. Um, we actually go through a, a local, um, a local lab here in Georgetown, which they actually just moved to Cedar Park. They are Zosi um, Analytics, but they yeah. they take care of all of our stuff. Yeah, that's um, Amy. You, you work with Amy over there. Amy. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, I know Amy. She's uh, she's uh, done some work with us here, and uh, I knew she was moving. I didn't know she, she didn't tell me where she was moving to, but she's moving to Cedar Park, mm-hmm. huh? Cedar Park. Yep. They're they're not quite ready yet, but they are still in business. Um, but yeah, they're they're great. They they take care of us very, very well. Um, she actually found us at a farmers market. Uh, but there, that's 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 our thing. I mean, we we want to be as transparent as possible because that's not that's not how people do business. Yeah, Caitlin, I, I love that you're in the farmers markets. I you know I assume uh, you're there in Cedar Park at the Mueller Farmers Market. Um, could you kind of touch on the different markets that y'all are are currently in? And I I so miss uh, working in farmers markets and being in front of the the different customers. You know what kind of of um, different stereotypes are y'all able to to break through? And and what are y'all seeing there in the markets as as people are getting associated with y'all's products? We go all the way to um, Lakeway, down to Buda. We go all the way up to Georgetown. Um, we even do a lot of little pop-up festivals and uh, market days, uh, once-a-month markets, all from Dallas down to Corpus Christi, as well as uh, big, big, well, pre-COVID um, markets. Uh, market days to Miami, San Francisco. We we go everywhere. I I like to educate educate people. I like to bring it to them instead of having people try to find us. Right, um, but they, geez, the the people that we come in contact with are everyone from knowing everything about it probably even more than I know and um to people that don't know anything about it and that are completely new to it that have been scared to try it and those those are those are probably my favorite they they um they just they don't know much about it so we it's it's I guess it's all about the education. Just telling them a little bit about it, whether they buy something from us or not. That's that's not the main goal here. Um, the main goal is just educating educating them. Yeah. What what misconceptions do you feel like people have the most? You know, what what are the the big questions still kind of lingering for those that haven't tried a lot of these mm-hmm. products? I don't know if I should say it on the air. I feel a little scared, but um, like getting high, right? Mm-hmm. I think people think it's going to get you high, um, and it's not. People think it's uh, going to show up on drug tests, and 
it will and it won't and it could and it might not. Um, that is another huge, huge, huge point where people just don't know. I think that's that's a big question well, that I get asked a there's lot. A, there's a big piece of misconception out there and there's other companies I saw this on Reddit and I was just amazed that other companies out there going, oh, you would have to take X amount of bottles of CBD with even the lowest amount of THC in it just for you to pop on a drug test. And it's like, this mm-hmm. is clearly not true. This is not how no. this works. But I think not she's speaking all. to the thing that's important is that the, the level of interest that we're having with this product is, as more states uh, – you know, break through the, the marijuana barrier, the, the interest and in the, in pop culture, I think we're, we're at a, le- a, a, a high level of interest in this product. Would you think, you think Coleman, I mean, isn't the, the culture really ripe for this right now and more than ever? Yeah, definitely. You know, I was reading an article recently, some news that, that CBD sales actually increased throughout COVID-19. You know, mm-hmm. that people were looking for other alternatives just to boost their overall health and wellness. Um, a lot of people were, you know, stooped up inside and, and not exercising as much and, and different soreness associated with those things. Um, I know they drank more, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. You know, um, people are looking to feel better. Yeah, know? they are. And, and, and doing yeah. it in a, in a healthy, safe way is, is uh, always encouraging. Well, something I wanted to ask is I noticed on the website it talks about being vegan. And I am not versed in the vegan space on a lot of items. Like, I've made the mistake of thinking, that like, I saw refried beans and it said vegan and I was like, well, aren't beans vegan? And I'm just, I see, see, I see hemp and I'm like, well, hemp is obviously a plant. What differentiates between your product being is you claim vegan and I guess another product which doesn't have that label? Is there something that's being put in that people aren't aware of initially? Uh, just, just the the other ingredients that are that are in it. Um, some of the topicals can be from animal byproducts. Um, others cannot. I mean, especially our gummies. Our gummy. Our gummies are are vegan. They are made with um, apple pectin, and um, they. A lot of other gummies are made just from gelatin, and that is from animal byproducts. That is probably our number one. Mm-hmm. It's probably our number one selling point. And even people that are not vegan come and say, oh, are these gummies vegan? Uh, they just they don't want to be <laughs> eating animal uh, byproducts, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I love seeing artisan products put out in, mm-hmm. in local markets, forward-facing with their customers. And... You know, I, I think one of the biggest selling points around all CBD products is is anti-inflammation. You know, there's so many good foods to, to reduce inflammation, and and formulating good products to to reduce inflammation across the board. Um, I think is is great that that's something that y'all have honed in on there. Of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Thank you. We've got a couple of minutes left with you, Caitlin, here. I know that you spoke to the roll-on product. What's another big seller from Herbal Root Collective? And, and as we start to close here with your, our segment with you, you, just kind of tell us what, what's some other products that move well for you, uh, you know, where we can find you in the coming weeks. Of course. Um, probably our next biggest is our newest 
Elite One in One tincture. It or drops. It is the CBD and CBG. Mm-hmm. The G cannabinoid really targets gut dietary health. It targets pain. It targets sleep. Um, it's sublingual. So our bottles, most most bottles are in about a thirty mil. Ours are in half the size. Essentially, making it twice as concentrated, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, a full dropper would be about 50 milligrams um, in a 30 mil, as ours is a 1500, but our 1500 is in 15 mils, so that full dropper becomes about 100. Mm-hmm. It just means a lot less oil under your tongue. Mm-hmm. But that has become quite, quite popular as there are a lot of insomnia um, clients that we work with, a lot of people in pain, um, as well as dietary needs. But we will be at Georgetown at the Wolf Ranch Farmers Market. We will be in Lakeway at, over at the Galleria. Uh, Buda, the Buda Farmers Market has grown has grown quite significantly. They have a ton of food trucks actually that are pretty tasty. Um, but that's 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 where we'll be. Everything is on our website. Well, thank you so much for for you know. Uh, being a part of the program here today, I, I think it's refreshing to see a a, a, a a young mother like yourself out there that's re- really gung ho and supporting and, and, and helping people. Uh, your background being there in healthcare, I think that speaks volumes to your character, and you're just out there uh, making a difference and and getting into this space. Herbalrootcollective.com. Any final words uh, or thoughts uh, as we as we wrap up with our segment with you, Caitlin? Oh, just thank you. Thank you for having me on. I well, appreciate it. Well, thank you so much, and uh, and uh, and we wish you the best. And, and we'll look for you out there at Wolf Ranch in Georgetown, Buda, as well as the Lake Travis Farmers Markets here this spring. Thank you, Caitlin. Thanks so much. Y'all right. have a good day. You too. Thank you, Caitlin. Very cool. Awesome. Well, there she goes. And, uh, you know, that's a... Uh, the, the the vegan, the hemp derived, the organic, it's handmade. I think that uh, Herbal Root Collective is a, a she's a, one of our new advertisers, but um, a very cool young girl there with a, a new products and and uh, just excited to see a, a someone like her getting into this space online. And then you know then she's that that's kind of how a lot of people are doing this, Coleman. They're getting into the um, Torchy's Taco food truck. You know, before the brick and mortar store, some of these guys are starting out online and then they get to a point where they get their brick and mortar open. And and, and that's like one of the goals that that she's got going. Uh, And then clearly working with Zozi Analytical and and uh, and and some of the others in in the area here. But but refreshing to see that uh, uh, the girls uh, um, like girl like Caitlin's uh, going online and then moving uh, this uh, summer, she said, into a brick and mortar. Yeah, you know, I, it's always been great for me to to see how Texas has handled hemp. Um, you know, her talking about being in farmers markets. I know that. I mean, still in California, to a large degree, um, the different hemp products aren't aren't available um, in in those kind of markets, and so. I, a lot of freedom here. There's a lot of, of room for businesses to, to grow and, and get in front of in front of their customers. And 
I, I love seeing small businesses thrive. Um, well, it really is cool, and, and it's just been great being a part of this and, and seeing people come in and, and, and then name drop other people that I'm doing business with. That is just really cool uh, to, to see that. So we'll take a quick break. We'll pay some more bills here at the Texas Hemp Show. We'll be back on the other side after this. Folks, you know, I've gone through a lot of pains over the last 20 years. My knees, my shoulder, and, of course, that back of mine. Now, I've tried everything, massages, acupuncture, cryotherapy, and finally I found something that really works for me. GreenMountainFlower.com, that's the cure. I've been looking all over the place for something that's going to help me feel good, help me sleep good. Green Mountain Flower has the most powerful CBD oil available, and it's unique, and it really works for me and tons of other people. Now, you'll see all kinds of CBD oils in shops all around the place, you know, the convenience stores and gas stations and places like that but none like green mountain flower and green mountain flower has the most nodule cbd oil retailers right here in austin texas it's natural 100 absorption it's water-based and it absorbs into the body easier it's unique and 100 organic formula and it really has worked give a call today to 512-645-0510 talk to gene or elsie and ask about the great products that they have you'll find them on facebook and online at greenmountainflower.com CRI is a top 25 nationally ranked CPA firm with offices across the Southeast and with clients across the globe. Over the last few years, our firm has developed a niche in the agriculture and cannabis industry. We understand the unique challenges growers and processors face every day, including addressing challenges resulting from the USDA and DEA final interim rules, banking and insurance concerns for cannabis businesses, unique farming challenges associated with hemp and high THC cannabis, and GMP clean room management and general management for business in the rapidly changing cannabis market. Our seasoned team of professionals can help you meet these challenges with sound business, tax, financial, accounting, and technology advice. Visit CRICPA.com to find out more or schedule your free introductory consultation. That's CRICPA.com. Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. Hey guys, it's Russell with the Texas Hemp Reporter. Want to remind you to check out the website, uh, the Texas Hemp Ranch. My friends at the Texas Hemp Ranch are currently leasing over 50 acres of land to grow your hemp operation for the next spring grow here in Texas. So get ready for that 2021 grow season and visit thetexashempranch.com or give us a call at 512-387-3377 or you can email txhempranch at gmail.com for more information. So the Texas Hemp Ranch is located there at 
969 off of 130 Toll Road in east of Austin. They provide the land. You grow your own hemp, leasing 50 acres. And we just uh, leased a, a, some five-acre slot the other day. You can lease a, a five-acre spot or 10 acres. It's up to you. If you want to do 20 acres, just let us know. We've got about 50 acres, 45 approximately left to lease between now and late February. So just reach it out through the podcast here. I want to get a note out to our listeners that you can lease some land and grow your hemp this spring at the Texas Hemp Ranch, my friends out there. Uh, go check those guys out online, the Texas Hemp Ranch, or give them a call at 512-387-3377. Thanks, and back to the show. You're listening to the Texas Hemp Show, produced by your friends at the Texas Hemp Reporter. 60,000 copies published free every year. The Texas Hemp Reporter is mailed to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Oklahoma, New Mexico, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. The Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. All right, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. Uh, thank you to our guest, Caitlin Hendricks of Herbal Root Collective. Again, check her stuff out there and her great products at HerbalRootCollective.com. Handmade, organic, vegan, hemp-derived CBD products locally made in Austin, Texas. So uh, good good stuff from Herbal Root Collective. Now, uh, let's jump a little bit here to the legislative side, Jesse, and talk a little bit about um, HB 1535, the kick. Kick off the kick bill, if you will, here, Jesse, for us. This one's so, the new one. So Stephanie Click had her bill. Click. Click filed her bill Monday, and we're going to up the percentage of THC in her bill from 0.5% to 5%. Um, it's going to put in institutional review boards, and those institutional review boards must be affiliated with the dispensing organization and meet one of the following conditions. It must be affiliated with a medical school as defined by a specific education code, be affiliated with a hospital licensed under a specific Texas code and chapter that has at least 150 beds, or be accredited by the Association of Accreditation of Human Research Protection Programs, be registered by the United States Department of Health and Human Services, or a national accreditation organization acceptable to the Texas Medical Board. From there, let's see, I mentioned our 5%. The current things that we currently treat in Texas with medical marijuana with the 0.5% is epilepsy, a seizure disorder, multiple sclerosis, spasticity, amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, is ALS, autism, and we're going to change what is now terminal cancer to just cancer. We'll have incurable neurodegenerative diseases, which we had before, and they were adding these specifically. Yeah, what are they adding? Is there glaucoma a, a, in there? A condition that causes acute or chronic pain for which a physician would otherwise prescribe an opioid, post-traumatic stress disorder, and is a veteran, which from my understanding, Click is open to possibly changing that to just PTSD. No veteran status, but request that, push for that. A medical condition that is approved for a research program under a specific chapter of the Health and Safety Code over which a patient is receiving treatment under that program, or a debilitating medical condition designated by the Department of State Health Services under subsection B. Yeah, so, you know, the teacup program goes back to, to 2015. It was a very limited medical marijuana program. Um, since then, I believe they've issued three licenses, and, and really Compassionate Cultivation, based here in Austin, has really been the primary organization that's really moved forward since that was first introduced about six years ago. 
Um, and it's been, you know, somewhat of an incremental program. Um, and I mean, really the, the biggest thing that we've gotten out of this, out of the two sessions is just the acknowledgement that these different products can be used for these different conditions. Um, Jesse, what are your thoughts on, on the 5%, um, and, and kind of, you know, I've heard it, I've heard it referred to elsewhere as the dad high, which is I want to be medicated. I want to be able to get, but I also want to be able to get things done. Like I want to be able to take my medicine and go pick somebody up at the airport and not have to worry about feeling intoxicated. And there's people who obviously they need more than 5% to treat the things that we're adding to it. And this is, we refer to it at Texas Cannabis Collective as the conservative approach, which is take little steps at a time and add little things in increments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know the significant thing now is that Stephanie Click is now the chair of that public health committee now, correct? Correct. Yeah. So, you know, the the chairs of the committees are those that schedule what bills come into their committee, schedule when they get heard, schedule when they get voted on. So, definitely encouraging to have someone in that position um, moving those different bills forward. And we're talking about this bill so much because it's been her bill that has been passed every time. We've had bills that have made it to the House, barely made it over to the Senate, but had wide support in the House, on the floor, supermajority votes, and it's her bill. What, what and, district is she in? Uh, she's, she's out of Arlington area, okay, North uh, Texas, DFW okay. area. She's in House District 90. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is, as we say, the little birdies have spoken, that she's working with Dan Patrick on this. So this is something we know that Dan Patrick has went, yes, I approve of these things. and the, I wouldn't officially say he's approved of them, but... Obviously, discussions have taken place, and this is the likely bill that will well, move forward. That's a step in the right direction. Well, I, I mean, and, and you know, we put this out to our, our listeners. You know, definitely encourage people to go and, and read the content of that bill. And you know, if this is something that you support, now is really the time to, to be calling yeah. your, your state senator and your state representative, separate from your federal state or, or federal congressman and, and federal senator um definitely find out who those people are and patrick a, a really good resource yeah lieutenant governor needs to be getting calls i but but jesse you just you just read from the bill though that's the bill we printed the bill out before the show and 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 jesse read directly from and it as, and as coleman so, mentioned about when you're reaching out as well as we have testimony at committee hearings you don't have to testify for a bill and you don't have to testify against it you can just flat out testify on it you can keep a neutral stance on it. Say, hey, you know, I think these are things that are good, things that are bad, and how we can improve this. Well, I think I, I'm, I've applied for the uh, press credential down there. I haven't heard back yet from them. I don't know. Have you done this before, Coleman? With as a you know, with HIA, have you gotten ever a, a press pass? Do I even need to worry about it? I, I want to go down there and give some magazines out to uh, legislature. Yeah, you know, I I think. Pursuing that media package is totally appropriate for for what you're doing. Uh, This is certainly something worth reporting on in the state. And I know that there are some restrictions on your ability to film in different hearings. That being said, testimonies are generally always recorded, always archived. Those are things that you can, can go back to. But you know, being able to bring in those cameras, interview the different representative senators on these committees, um, I think is, is really powerful. Well, I, I, I did the notarized document and then e- faxed out all over as the, the documents required for, for, for print and digital media. So I, I, I would just want to go down there and pass some magazines out to legislators and, and then, and then uh, you know, 
give these things to let them see this. I think I think they need to see. Some, that's a good thing about print media is that if you can get this in front of these guys, then you know I, they need to know that the, there's a print product out in Central Texas. Uh, that's you know supporting you know new legislation. This in every HEV in Whole Foods in the Austin area. That's right, and <laughs> and about three hundred other uh, locations. Uh, is, is smoke CBD r- retailers pick up a copy of the Texas Hemp Reporter if you're listening here in Central Texas. Um, let's turn t- real quick and talk a little bit um, about the Texas Hemp Award winners, Jesse, and then we'll talk about our possible road trip. Uh, with uh, going to see Morris up there in uh, Denver at NOCO. But um, I wanted to cover an article Jesse wrote because we uh, didn't touch on this last week. Uh, but, you know, the uh, Hemp Awards were recently, and, and uh, Jesse covered this in um, the magazine. So I'll kind of go over some of these winners. I think the best way to start approaching this is talking about what it was and straight from Miss Frommel's mouth and words is that it's all about promoting Texas businesses. She wanted to give everyone a commercial that would get their products in front of public eyes. It's basically you as a customer were able to recommend the businesses you liked, the products you liked, and say, hey, you know, I think this, this is the product for Texas. And it basically was able basically was able to get it in front of a larger audience. And it ranged from we had Best of Central Tex Hemp Retail Outlet, which went to Go Green Botanicals. North Texas Retail Outlet was American Shaman Koppel. South and Gulf Coast was Good Vibe Smoke Shop. West Texas Hemp Retail Outlet was Pure Thrive Essentials. E-commerce was Happy Karma Hemp. The Hemp Warrior Advocate Influencer, which I was running for. But apparently I, I found out I got destroyed by <laughs> Shada Robbie. Oh, Shada. I mean, I found out like she very much, the other thing she won as well, like she has her marketing down. She, people <laughs> like her product. She's got it going. <laughs> She's on the program, by the way, April 28th. So and she'll be she also one best Texas hemp educator. And then we had Happy Karma Hemp as the best hemp manufacturer. And for beauty products, they actually had judges that did these. Uh, CBD Farmhouse was a face moisturizer. Beverage was Nature's Joint CBD Coffee. Gummies with Sweet Scentsy Fruit Chews, which we have. Yummy, yum. Honey was Garcia Brothers Organics CBD Honey. I have honey. some of that. I have some Supplements of that. was First Responder Fuel Off-Duty PM. Smokable mm-hmm. was Garcia Brothers Organics Berry Blossom Pre-Roll. I have some of that, too. Tinctures, Ojas Rest and Relax. Topicals was Sweet Scentsy Athletic Rub. Treats was Glazed and Infused Ruffles Canna Crisp. That's this one right here, Man, right? We've got a picture in the magazine. It's like <laughs> the can of crisps. Potato well, and, chips loaded. And, and the back cover, sponsor of the, the newest magazine, Oak Cliff Cultivators, I believe, won Best Flower as well. Yeah, yeah. And they won it for not just Taste of Texas Hemp, but also Texas Hemp Awards too, didn't they? I'm not seeing them. I, oh, well, maybe I'm that's the, you know what? I, I'm, I'm looking at two different things. The Taste of Texas Hemp Awards. So that was the Taste of Texas uh, Hemp Cup. Yeah, yeah that's that, the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup. But they did. Uh, oh, they obliterated that competition. Yeah, they, they, they destroyed everybody in there. But uh, And our buddies over there at Adrian at uh, uh, Garcia Brothers won uh, Best Tasting uh, Popular Choice, uh, People's Choice for Best Tasting Flower for that same, for that same one that uh, you just mentioned. Yes. Yep. And, you know, I kind of going back to, to Caitlin, who was on here with us, a, a small business. A, a lot of these businesses, this was year one for them. 2020 yeah. was the first year of, of cultivation. 
you know, seeing these type of events to, to let them highlight their different products, have a friendly competition uh, amongst other lo- local cultivators and businesses is, is so good. And, you know, I've, I, although, you know, Texas had a relatively low amount of acres grown last year, um, people were able to, to monetize it. Um, people, there's a, a huge customer base here in the state of Texas. Uh, you know, these are all hardworking small business owners, and, and it's exciting to see local products getting out to the to the local market. Yeah, and while we're touching on that, because you, as you spoke to um – to Oak Cliff cultivators, they did do really well there at the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup, and, and I'm glad they jumped in. They have a big ad on the inside back cover there across from our interview with uh, father of the legal cannabis industry there, Steve D'Angelo, uh, is in uh, the magazine uh, this month as we had an interview with him um, uh, that was done by Daniel. But but special thanks to Oak Cliff um, and, and just a lot of the advertisers that are in this one. We've got uh, we'll talk about the NoCo Expo uh, that's coming up, uh, as well as the Lucky Leaf Expo that's coming to Austin um, on May 14th and 15th. There's another one in Dallas on the 9th and 10th of July. The um, back cover of the Texas Hemp Reporter uh, talking about the Lucky Leaf tr- uh, Triangle Texas tour there, Houston later in the year, November 5th and 6th. So, um, but just just speaking to some of those advertisers, it's really cool. Uh, we've got articles in here from Lee over there at uh, First Responder Fuel. But uh, a great story there, of course, with the guys at Sweet Cincy, but also a great interview with James Gaspard of Biochar Now. And biochars are very popular. Growers are starting to learn about these these products. There's a great interview with him. I just want to kind of just say thanks to some of these guys. Bright Ideas, HydroShack, uh, AFL. I mean, there's a hemp plant at TPS. You guys yeah, work with and, them. Yeah, and definitely want to jump in there. What, what TPS Labs provides to people is so important right now. Now and, and definitely want to reemphasize this. You know, really every week for the the next many weeks, um, as people are preparing their soil, understanding what micronutrients are there, what amendments to the soil you might be might be needing, and then also looking at your water quality. You know, what your pH is of your water, mm-hmm. what supplementation might be necessary there. And you know, one of the articles that's in this recent magazine highlights a, a research project that's been sponsored by Climacell. Uh, Climacell is one of the, the leading weather-providing companies in the world. That's uh, right. They have a lot of their own dedicated satellites. And you know, being able to connect your weather data to your soil testing, to your water testing, to your micro plant nutrient testing, looking at plant sap analysis, all the way through to the potency. Um, you know, that potency test is so important from a compliance standpoint to, to maintain below that 0.3 delta 9 threshold. And um, with that potency test, you're also going to see how much CBD or CBG is being produced in that plant. Um, you know, definitely encourage people to to start knowing and, and operating from a place of knowledge in in their growing operation. TPS provides that, and you know, you can sign up today uh, for free at at Climacan. That's Clima C L I M A C A N N dot com. Uh, it gives you the opportunity to to lay out what strains you're growing. And, and again, with the different partners at Ionization Labs on the potency side, as well as TPS Labs on the soil, water, and plant That's a good side, partnership. You can absolutely connect that to, to your operational data and, and operate from a place of strength as you move throughout your grow throughout the year. 
Well, that's very cool, and you're obviously referring. That's a great story on page 28 and 29. Um, we had a great article that was done also on uh, Michael Thompson, who was uh, freed from the last prisoner project that Steve D'Angelo heads up, um, and we spoke with the uh, attorney uh, there, Sarah Gersten, who was in charge of kind of uh, spearheading uh, his release. And so that was a victory for um, nonviolent marijuana offender there. And we thought that was a good story. Uh, Mina covered that interview with Sarah. But really proud of this issue, guys. A lot of seeds in this one, too. Uh, what have you got over there on uh, the, your, that you pulled up there, Coleman? Yeah, you know, this was a, a great article that was done by Lisa Pittman talking about the delays that that the FDA has has really now presented with the new administration. They've been making some steps in the prior administration to start bringing some clarity around how we're going to regulate CBD products. Mm-hmm. You know, right now the FDA has issued a number of different warning letters to, to companies really in relation to different claims that they were making. Um, some, um, False label claims, people saying there's 100 milligrams, but them being actually underneath those label claims. Um, and and there's still a, a yet-to-be-determined dosage amount. Um, I know states like New York have, have started to, to take a step forward in regulating CBD in their state. They have, have said that 25 milligrams per single-use items and up to 3,000 milligrams for, for say, a, a bottle that's full of different capsules is kind of the acceptable limit. And they're, they're having to step in because the FDA is not, not stepped up to the plate. Um, you know, one of the, the big topics of late has been, been around Delta-8, uh, Delta-10, different new products. And, and again, you know, this is a, a place where the FDA really should be um, taking steps to, to provide some clarity because with these different delays, it's just s- slowing hemp's growth into the broader market. I remember back in, in 2018, at that point, about 3% of the U.S. population were using CBD products. Mm-hmm. That grew to around 15%. And, you know, there's still this huge ceiling yet to be met in the industry when you compare the hemp market to pharmaceuticals. Um, over 50% of the U.S. population uses at least one pharmaceutical a year. And not to say that hemp is the, the silver bullet and the be-all, end-all, but there's still a lot of people that are, are looking for relief in different products that could be benefited by this if the FDA is willing to, to move in that direction. So, again, another opportunity for advocacy. This more a federal issue with your congressman and senator. Um, definitely get that voice out to, to promote these products with those federal regulators. Um, next week on the program, uh, Green Mountain Flower Company, Gene or Elsie will be calling in talking about some of their uh, products they've got uh, that they're introducing on the 17th of March. So that'll be next week with Green Mountain Flower. And then I have Nathan from Hemp Lions, uh that's going to chime in and call in on the studio hotline here on the 24th. Nathan there again from Hempliance. They've got a new hot new app that's out. There's a, a little sto- product story about that uh, early in the magazine. And then on the 31st of March, closing it out with us here, it will be Heather Fazio uh, as well uh, calling in. And, and we'll talk about where things are with the legislature in this 87th in late March. Hopefully they'll get things rocking and rolling with, with, with a bill. 
Who do we got in April, Coleman? Uh, so in April, April 7th, we have the, the NOCO Hemp Expo. So okay. I, I, I see Ms. Morris um, or some of the representatives there. Uh, the NOCO Hemp event will be in, in Denver the 25th through the 28th. Um, I believe after this next segment, we uh, will probably go in to, to some potential plans for a road trip. Texas is coming in by force. Yes, a road trip. Are you down, Jesse? As far as I know, I'm down. I'm down for meeting people who apparently on Facebook want to break my legs and shoot me and burn my house down. <laughs> you have a way with people, Jesse. <laughs> no, so we got uh, tickets are on sale actually uh, at the nocohempexpo.com and uh, over 300,000 square feet of event space there in Denver um, and look forward to doing that. If we go, I told uh, Jesse Coleman that we would do a podcast from there somewhere we will we'll bring the gear and and do a uh, maybe interview some people there and and maybe do a couple of recordings of some shows over there i thought that would be cool what else do we have in april yeah so um after that um a local event lucky leaf expo seeing the billboards all over the austin area they also are our back cover sponsor of the most recent magazine mm-hmm. um this could be a a great event again another great opportunity to to have local businesses together um, continue to grow. You know, I, I'm interested to see if, if there's a growing um, interest in in the fiber space. Yeah. Um, I've definitely seen seen that be a, a big trend. And you were talking earlier about the processors. Yeah. Um, it'd be a really bunch of them popping up. bunch of them popping up. That's really encouraging. I think that's one of the greatest opportunities that Texas has to lead the broader hemp industry into that real hemp sustainable products revolution that I know that we can produce here in the state. And then on the 21st of April, Tejas Hemp, uh, Aaron Owen will be calling in from Tejas. And then wrapping up April, Jesse's favorite person, Shada, over there at Restart CBD, most influential Best of Texas in that recent Hip Awards there. Apparently that was like an indie car <laughs> trying to like race a Pinto, and I was the Pinto <laughs> on like a straight drag track. And she hung out with us at the booth over there and yes. uh, came to say hi over there. At uh, And she's great about Instagram and tagging. She's always tagging me on there and the Hip Reporter with all of their stuff. It's just fun to watch what they do. They they are very cool, just like the, the, the guys over there at – that grow. put together the the hemp uh, the grow house yeah grow house they're funny you see their Instagram their IGs and all the Instagram oh yeah no there's some there's some, some funny great, videos some on great there. educators great advocates in the state and, and definitely love what they're doing for the community what is coming up I wanted to ask uh, any announcements or anything special going on Coleman with the Texas HIA what's going on with you guys you got any uh, events that's coming up here in in March or April um you know so we're actually looking at early May. Um, and looking at an event really focused in, in grain and fiber, you know, a, a majority, I would say probably over 90% of the hemp grown in the United States last year was for CBD. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, due to that, there was quite a bit of an oversupply in, in 2019, 2020, and it's, it's causing a lot of farmers to, to look towards grain and fiber. Um, I think it's long been known that, Grain and fiber are the real opportunities for hemp to, to become a, a real commodity crop versus a more specialty uh, horticulture-based model that you see with, with most CBD. Uh, one of the big focuses that, that we're really um, keeping our eye on right now is, is different variety trials. Mm-hmm. Um, I know 
uh, we are working with with Texas A and M and and Texas Tech that that have a real interest in in getting the germplasm, um, you know, the the genetic sequencing of as many different hemp varieties as possible, and you know, to to aid that, one of the big things that we've been promoting in the new legislation that's still yet to be introduced should be coming out here very soon is to to open up the the research potential for our universities. Um, mm-hmm. you know, something we're looking at is. Um, just less restrictions on on the the different lot permitting for for those universities and being able to to source both certified and certi- uh, non-certified seed to to be able to advance those and see what's going to work best in, in the state there's still a lot of questions and you know both from the association side and I know that the universities are looking at this to, to be able to provide direction based upon some good solid data. Yeah. I didn't even think about you. You mentioned the lot permitting. You have to have a permit for each like type of hemp you're growing. And especially if it's non-contiguous, like if you have like a lake that's more than 60 feet between two areas. So basically if you have a bunch of 10 by 10 areas that are each mm-hmm. a strain of hemp, you have to have a lot permit for each one of those little 10 by 10 areas. That's a hundred bucks. Yeah. Every one of them. So if you've got a hundred of them, you're, you're looking at thousands of dollars. It just it starts piling up, just for a university to do this, and it's kind of insane because they're obviously not doing these major grows that one person has like one major crop, one type. Let me ask you both. I'll put something to both of you, and, and we'll we'll wrap the show up. But um, I, I wanted to ask: has, has either of you talked to Chelsea regarding the smokable hemp ban, the injunction? That ends later this month, right? I mean, isn't that coming up, Coleman? Yeah, uh, I believe it's the end of March. It's either the twentieth or the twenty second is when that goes back into court here in, mm-hmm. in Travis County. That'll be a huge date for everyone really to be following in the hemp industry. You know, so right now there's been a, a temporary restraining order on the statute which prohibits the processing and manufacturing of hemp products in the state mm-hmm. and then the dshs rule that would prohibit the retail sale of smokable products there's been a lot of movement on on what people are calling craft flour um, one of the the states that, that i've been following and really encourage people to to follow as well is, is indiana I know that they recently passed some legislation through one of their chambers, I believe the House, and it's moving on to the Senate. Um, That group up there was the group who um, sued the state of Indiana over their statute that that prohibited the retail sale of smokable products. And the the federal court put a a temporary restraining order on that that's since been released. And and so it's really been kicked back to the legislature to, to clarify that issue. Um, I know states like Florida have have also really been a leader in in clarifying and opening up markets to to craft flour uh, sales of of products. And you know, I know you know Sarah Curver, one of the the plaintiffs in this case here mm-hmm. in Texas. You know, fifty percent or more of of her of her retail sales come from from smokable hemp products. You know, this isn't an insignificant um, issue that we're we're dealing with here, and and that's why the TRO was initially put in place. You know, the judge recognized this would be harming different businesses, and and hopefully we we get some clarity from the court, and that will give us an idea of where we need to push or or what we've won um, here in the next in the couple legis- weeks. Yeah, yeah, and that and that ends on the twentieth of March. 
I, I believe it's the 20th or 22nd. So, so that, that's that so that is coming up today. Today being the 10th, that's you know in the next two weeks. So we should probably. I would go with the 22nd because the 20th is a Saturday. Yeah, it's probably the 22nd. I would say. Pretty, okay. Pretty safe to say. Um, you know, one thing real quick, kind of popping back to to the CGNX thing, um, and and the the climacell uh, TPS ionization. You know, one of the big focuses. Um, and why we're kind of trained in there is we're trying long term um, to reduce liability for the industry. And, and these are a lot of metrics that are prerequisites for really all crops in order to, to receive insurance yeah. on those crops. We talked and, a little bit about and that last week. And be able to expand those financing yeah. options. So, you know, participating in these studies, um, if you're a seed breeder, um, definitely reach out to to Texas Tech and Texas A and M uh, to to see about being part of that. Seed variety. And fire off for any listeners that are growers again that website on the on that partnership with ionization and, yeah, so, and TPS. So that's at Climacell. That's C L I M A C E L L dot com. Uh, you can also visit ionizationlabs.com and TPS Labs based there in, in South Texas to, to really get the best value from, from that weather data. Um, also, you know, please visit us at the Texas Hemp Industries Association. You can visit us at txhia.org. Stay, stay up to date with the, the Texas legislature, uh, the different laws that affect your business, and and take advantage of the different membership benefits that we provide in these different research studies um, and working with the different universities here in the state. Well, very cool. We look forward to seeing what comes out of that, all of that research. And, and as things start to develop here in Texas in 2021, it's very, very exciting as the hemp industry is getting going here for Texans. I want to thank our guest over at Herbal Root Collective for calling in today. That's Caitlin Hendricks. Visit her at herbalrootcollective.com. Thanks to Jesse, Texas Cannabis Collective. How's everything going over there? Same as everything's going over here. <laughs> That's the easiest way to say it. Just try to keep up with everything and everything is just... <laughs> and Coleman, thank you for joining us again this week. And uh, we look forward to our trip there at NOCO and maybe talking with Morris. And he will be on the podcast soon as well. So next week, we'll talk to Green Mountain Flower Company and talk with those guys and see what they've got cooking. It's the Texas Hemp Show. We'll see you next week, guys. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>